Microphone check, one, two, one, two, no static podcast, episode 80. I'm Dennis, your host, joined alongside LQ. Coop is here. Alice is here. Trap Zeus is here. I am. And we bike. It's been a hot minute. And our apologies for the delay. We had some technical issues to all my Mac users out there. Blame Apple. If you know what's good for you. If you're a creator and you work with audio and you just so happen to you, well, this is for a lot of like audio like apps. Don't upgrade to Catalina. Do not. Do not make that mistake because it's going to be a bitch to try to get back and downgrade. So just don't do it. And that's a message from yours truly, the Baptist. How's everybody? Awesome. All right. We're going to start like this. I'm good. I'm hustling. You know what I'm saying? So I'm putting this out right now. No static t- taxes coming to you. Hosted by your boy LQ. Get your taxes done by me. Holler at me when your first W-2 comes out in January. When your first paycheck comes out in January. Talk my shit. I'm getting your taxes done, everybody. I'm out here putting your, putting your stuff in there. Getting your baby right. Making sure your Beyonce tickets is on sale. Diversifying sure your bonds. When that first income tax refund come out, that you get it. Holler at your boy LQ. Get your taxes done. We getting money all 2020, bro. Give me more gunshots. I'm talking my shit. I'm okay now. I wish I had the ugly murder sound effect right now. Sam here, uh, Trap Zeus, been hustling. Follow me on IG, please. Starving underscore artist underscore Q904. We got a got a good little team going where we got graphics going out. If you need art, I got that. We hustling. We hustling. We eat. So I'm well as well. Our show is a success, by the way. Definitely success. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> Straight up. All right. That, that's, a, that's, that's all. That's all I got. That's well enough. That's all I got, man. I'm good. Well, all right. What about I'm, you? I'm good too. I just came from three days of EDC. I don't with, even know what that is. Um, Electric Daisy Carnival. It's a music festival. Okay. And it's like mad wubs and oomps, 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 oomps. Boots and cats? Yeah, boots and cats. But uh, yeah, that's pretty much what's been up with me. I'm basically jet lagged. I've literally been like, I actually worked at the event. I did ground control. So basically it was just me walking around, checking on people, make sure that everybody ain't rolling too hard. And whoever just so happened to pass out, just making sure that they get the medical care that they need. Okay. Okay. Sounds good. Sounds like everybody had an enjoyable time. So, what we got today? All right. So, first and foremost, um, rest in peace to John Witherspoon. R.P. Yeah. Pops. The world's Pops. You better put some water on that damn shit. Man. The world, Craig. Mm-hmm. Oh, the world. Every time I'm in the kitchen. You in the, in the kitchen. kitchen. I'm sad because Boondocks is coming back and we just lost Pops. Listen, the one thing that I took away from John Witherspoon's um, passing was we got to see how much he meant to people. Not not yeah, just com- not just com- just comedians, like people. You know what I'm saying? Like like it's always weird when um, people like him pass away because it's almost like you're like. 
Nah, I, I'll never see that person die. Yeah. And, and it makes you like realize what your mortality is or what mortality looks like. You know what I'm saying? Like, the crazy part about it is like, John Witherspoon's always been an old man to me. And he died in 77. So he was fairly young when he, he was like... Introduced to you, basically. You know what I'm saying? And then, and then like to hear, uh, hear people's stories about him, like, you know, their interactions, working with him and stuff like that. Like, he was like a, just a, a guy that just loved life, loved people, loved being around folks and stuff like that. So I want to, you know, if he didn't get his flowers prior to his death, he definitely got them. Um, I think the best eulogy I saw given to him from the footage of the funeral that was released was uh, between Sean Wayans and David Letterman. Mm. David Letterman literally got in front of everybody and said, John Witherspoon was supposed to deliver my eulogy. I wasn't supposed to be here delivering his. That, that's like, I, I don't know how that impacts y'all, but I felt that one. That's real genuine love there. Yeah. yeah. 1,000%. Yeah, man. That was that was definitely a, that was a big one. I want to point me. out the fact that I'm going to keep it abandoned. I didn't know he even had a son, which I thought in a different perspective was dope because that's how separate his personal life was as well as how much it shows how much he was a father to not just his son, but he was an active father to people in the entertainment industry as well as a visual father to those of us growing up watching the Wayne's Brothers and just getting that mentorship via TV where you may not have a father in house, you know, to give you these jewels that you may have just caught a glimpse of, even with things we joke about in Friday, or how, you know, how hard he was on his son, but also how hilarious he was as just a person. He had like one of the most iconic lines in Friday. <laughs> Among men. In life. You, you know what I'm saying? Like, one of the most iconic life lessons in front. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is a guy who started off as a writer for Richard Pryor. So, you know, salute John Witherspoon. Peace and condolences and prayers to his family. And, uh, yeah. What about you, Coop? You got anything? Um... I mean, not, not anything that has really been, already been said. I, I, I will say this: it was, it was one of those things that was like, mm, that hit different. Yeah, yeah. So, I woke up to that, so it was for, for me. It was just like, wait a minute, this to, to wake up to that is one thing. Like, so that's a, that's so crazy, man. Dang, that's life. I mean, the next moment is a promise. Yeah, well, it just makes you. Look back and reevaluate that you got to make it precious. It's a reminder. Make sure you give your folks their flowers before they go. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Now, on to less serious, serious banter. Um, did y'all hear what happened at, at Camp Flogno? I saw the footage <coughs> and couldn't believe it. I could. I'm I the could. only one left out of this loop. What happened? All right. So basically what ended up happening was that Tyler, he he had a, a festival this past weekend, and with the way it was set up, like on the poster, he had his name, and then on the other side of it, he had like a co-headliner. But we didn't know who the co-headliner was, so the people, the, well, 
speaking for the kids in California, they were baking on it being Frank Ocean. And what ended up happening was that it ended up being Drake. And the people didn't like the fact that it was Drake. So like they were they were booing him and eventually he he acts like, you know, he was I guess he was trying to like feel the energy in the room, but the energy just wasn't there, so he ended up cutting the set short. And he had did like it was it was fucked up because he did like he did film the ways he did Wu Tang forever like yeah he did some songs, good songs like I just, like those songs yeah like he, songs that that crowd would love yeah he did album cuts and not just like the singles so it was so I think he would I think this is the thing I think that was his first time probably at this point in his career realizing that he could go still go someplace and maybe somebody doesn't want to see him even though he's not he's never a bad performance mm. yeah. It was just like everybody, and then when he left, everybody was just like, just like, we want Frank. We want Frank. Like, everybody I, I, wanted everybody, to see why Frank. Why did everybody think it was Frank? Because everybody like, always, and Frank's been dropping music lately. He dropped two songs. The he songs did. are horrible. Mm. They're not. They're bad. DHL isn't a bad song. DHL is a bad song. DHL is not a bad song. The DHL other one I don't like, I don't like as much, but I like DHL. The In My Room one. Uh, okay, I'm, I'm gonna put this out here. Channel Orange, great album. Blonde, good album. The other joint, bad album. What? What? Endless? That that thing. Bad I mean, nah, Endless was Endless. I like Endless. Real quick, but does that is that kind of in the lines of did he try to pull what he did with Big Baby Drum with Frank Ocean and it was unsuccessful this time? Because let's not forget, I like the Cha Cha came out. I like the Before Hotline Bling. Yeah. And Hotline Bling came out, you didn't even know what I like the, I love the Cha Cha was. No, 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 no. That's that's not where I'm going. <coughs> okay. They just blew Drake. <coughs> blew Drake. Because <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't like who they wanted. Yeah. And they, this, they, they didn't like the surprise. And this also, uh, right. Golf, <laughs> I got you. Cool's point. Golf, cool's point. Because Frank's been releasing music, they thought it was going to be Frank. Uh. Again. And because of how close Tyler and Frank are. Yeah, they probably fuck it. But, um... <coughs> Jesus Christ, we is good. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah. I'm still trying to figure out why wouldn't you want Drake to be there? Like, regardless of what we think about him, he's still one of the biggest acts in the world. That's cute. Probably, and probably the biggest. But I'll answer that by saying... Drake is cool, but if I'm a Frank Ocean fan, I don't like Drake. And these are Frank Ocean fans that's coming to see Frank. Mm-hmm. You just disappointed. Them. They wasted their money. I'm gonna tell you why I think y'all didn't even know who the headline was. What yeah, it was a whole, it was a question I'm a, mark. I'm gonna tell you why time. I think why I think Drake was more so upset. Drake feels like he just watched kids, like he watched Santa sneak into the house and deliver a very nice present, a very very nice present, and the kid came downstairs. Opened it up ahead of time, saw what it was, and right before Santa got too far away, the king of the present came flying through the air and fucking bondage that nigga. You know what's funny <laughs> about that? You know what's funny Yo. about that? He actually did perform. I'm upset. Oh, I'm upset. Who <laughs> this man? And, and frankly, not Frank Ocean, but frankly, the fans were upset too. Boom. At least, hey, at least he didn't get. Frankly. At least. Thank you. Somebody. I see what you did there. Come on. <laughs> Phrasing. We're gonna bring back phrasing, guys. Yeah, I, like I, I feel like we are already there. We are. All right. Well, 
<laughs> All right, so did, did y'all see the um the Death Stranding like gameplay, like the the Kojima game? I want to like I want to want to play this game. But I'm gonna be honest with you. I, I am completely out the loop here. So Hideo, so Hideo Kojima had this rollout about this game. Massive and, rollout. Yeah. Like, like he been he been like off the rails of the fact that you know him and <coughs> him and Konami cut ties. So he made a game that looked like and you just hit me that you say he left Konami? Yeah. Yeah, they parted <laughs> ways with each other. After um the Phantom Pain, Metal Gear Solid. That's crazy. And then he started working on um UPS Simulator mixed with Madden. Okay. Well, he getting that Madden. Yeah, he's trying to get money, money. Yeah, yeah, I'm Madden. <laughs> I just Madden. 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 <laughs> yeah, but the game. But what were y'all thoughts on like the gameplay and what they were advertising and promoting? Did you think that it lived up to what the game actually I was? I want to want to play this game. You want to. Okay, so why do you said, want to want to play this game? Because outside of that, I have no real desire to play it. Like, here's the thing, bro. I must be honest with y'all. This shit is Rihanna in me right now. So many people have looked and go, oh my God, this badass bitch. That now I finally see that. I'm just like, okay. Yeah. Because there was a time where I wanted to play You Death sound Stranding. like the people that just recently had the Popeye's chicken sandwich. Not to cut this ch- this subject <laughs> short, I've had to agree to him, agree with him for the last two weeks. He was wrong. Thank you. Popeye should should have treated the chicken sandwich like McDonald's she treats the McRib. Thank you. Why? I'll explain why. Because this you cause can keep up with the demand as well as you keep up with the quality. Because like what Wayne's about to say right now, yeah, the second batch ain't hitting. Bro. The word been stepped on. Yeah, the word been st- and then you you had to bring it back too soon. And y'all wasn't even ready. So now y'all done made it regular, but yeah, back on topic. And it's still the same <laughs> bullshit going on with the sandwich. Still, I thought it was going to die down. What was I wrong about that one? Wait, hence why I said keeping it a year Did out. Did you still set chicken? Yeah. Somebody got stabbed. Somebody died, bro. Somebody got stabbed, bro. Ch- chicken sandwiches are the new J's. Two people this- got arrested. I'm going to tell y'all, I'm going to say y'all right now. I'm going to say something <laughs> that a lot of you not going to feel me on. Because I guess when I had the sandwich, it was in the second batch. As far as their new chicken sandwich versus Chick-fil-A's macaroni and cheese, I ain't gonna hold you. Chick-fil-A's macaroni and cheese is kind of good. Let me tell you some cool shit I did over the weekend. I went, I got a I got a spicy chicken sandwich from Chick-fil-A. And this was before I before I left town. And and the only reason I did it was because I saw it on TikTok. So I got a so I got a spicy chicken sandwich. Um, number two, no pickle. And then I ordered a side of mac and cheese. And basically what they did was they put the mac and cheese on the sandwich and put buffalo sauce on it. When I tell you. Ugh. Chicken. <laughs> this is what it sounds like. Sound when like I tell you. Goodness. My life. My, I, I Chick-fil-A did that? No, I did that. Uh, I ordered the sandwich and then I ordered the mac and cheese. But I saw somebody do it on TikTok. And that made me want to try it. I almost said, damn, that's copywritten by the way. Did it hold well? It did. Like, I I didn't put the whole thing on there, but like, I put just enough. Maybe like a third of a side. Yeah. Enough to taste it and have balance. Yeah, and it held up well. Like, I ain't really. So, the spicy chicken sandwich with the buffalo sauce, with the. Mm. With the mac and cheese. Somebody was telling me to put Chick fil A sauce on it. I just. 
Nah. Mm. Don't get me wrong. I have yet to try Chick-fil-A sauce on something and it not be good, but it's also because I've kept within what I believe the realm of Chick-fil-A sauce is. You're talking about Polynesian? No, 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 no. They have a... Wait, 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 wait. Uh, Polynesian is... Yeah. All right, America. Uh, I did not know. I had there's no Chick-fil-A idea sauce? there was Chick-fil-A sauce. I'm putting that out there. I did not know that until just now. Wow. Thanks. Somebody likes me because Tone on one end. It's really nothing to be my friend. No, because <laughs> <laughs> I used to be a Polynesian fiend. But Chick-fil-A sauce, my nigga. Hey, there you go. It's um, the tea pan that what they got in there. Also, sidebar, super sidebar. Um, Drake posted on IG with the caption, "Plot twist: Just signed a ten-year residency at Camp Flognaw. Sorry, kids. See you every single year till you are thirty. Get money. <laughs> Get money. <laughs> Get money. <laughs> I actually don't. Bro. I don't even knock that. I'm not mad at his pet. I am not mad at that. Oh, oh, you didn't like that? Good. (laughs) (laughs) Same time next year, asshole. (laughs) Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. You oh, you hate me so much you don't support Tyler? Let's see you pull it off. You know what Drake told him? You will not enjoy this. (laughs) (laughs) I am not your king. (laughs) Straight up. (laughs) Yo. Yo, I that drink up right now. If I see it, I'm like, yo, I'm fucking that was smooth. Oh, that was so Tyler's actually pissed about the move. Oh yeah, did you see the the, the tweets? That yeah, he posted? yeah, I, I saw. He, all wait, he actually is upset about yeah, it. No, he's upset about it. He's upset. Yeah, yeah. Ty, Tyler's like legitimately upset. Oh, I'm gonna read the tweets. Is he scolding his fan? Yes. Yep. Shame all right. you. Tyler said, <laughs> and I quote. <clears throat> I thought bringing one of the biggest artists on this fucking planet to a music festival was fire. But flip side, a little tone deaf knowing the specific crowd it drew. Some created a narrative in their head and acted like assholes when it didn't come true, and I don't fuck with that. This nigga did feel no ways. Song is beautiful. Also, mostly everyone was having a great time. Those shits in the front area were the ones being mad rude, which I can see why. But nah, fuck that. Y'all represented me and Flog to my guests and made us look so entitled and trash. That shit was like mob mentality and cancel culture in real life. And I think that shit is fucking trash. Nigga did feel no ways. That song is beautiful. Most guys don't do album cuts. Thank you, Aubrey. Like I would love this. Like I love that song and thought it would never happen. He really did that for me. And I appreciate it because he did not have to come at all. See our worlds come together was so great in theory, but Hey man, Shit happens. Aside from that, hope everyone had a good time. Again, no arrest, no bullshit, man. A lot of people enjoyed it. Thanks again. Again, thank you, Drake. I'm fucking pissed. Hotline Bling was next. That's my fucking shit. I'm gonna play that in the shower right now. And I, I said that. Well, what I'm what I want to say is, did Drake become, ironically, the LeBron James of hip hop? What I'm getting at is. Drake has done nothing wrong from what I understand in the public. He's successful. And he got booed when no one knew who was coming. He ended up being an artist. He's a big artist. And realistically, if you was expecting Frank Ocean, and you probably paying a lower price because Drake ain't cheap. He performed, and he, like Tyler even said, he did album cuts, which are dope performance songs where this man is performing, and this is something that he, in his schedule, did for Tyler. And what 
was wrong with the people for them to boo him. Man, I, I can understand they were disappointed for not being who they had an idea, but that's an assumption. On top of that, who the fuck are you? Make, exactly. So making sense out of my point of him being a LeBron James is like that with LeBron James, where a lot of people hate on him because you ain't Jordan. He ain't say he was I'm Jordan. Yeah, he may have said something like I'm the best best player in the world. I may have disagreed with that at the one time, but it's also like Lil Wayne said, I'm the best rapper alive. He so he's in his lane. LeBron was in his lane, technically speaking and figuratively. Why is it that he got booed? That's what I do want to know. Why did Drake get booed? I kind of want to talk. talk. What the, the fuck thing? y'all thought it was Frank? I can't that, get that, over that. Matter matter Wait, hold up, hold up. I, I kind of want to talk this down to, but <laughs> I won't say, I want to say the crowd. Like, because, and I don't want to, I don't want to feel like I'm marginalizing the crowd that it may have been, but there is a specific type of like hipsterish type person that just doesn't like that audience isn't more of a somebody that will, you know, be bumping Drake in the Serato. They're neutral. It's up in the air. Yeah. Even though, granted, they did have like acts like the baby and. Oh, yeah. Yeah, nah. Like other different acts. So it's just, it's weird. Mm-hmm. But just the fact that they were expecting one thing, which was Frank Ocean. No, I didn't want. I mean, it could be one of two reasons. Like you said, like, you know, he did drop, he did drop new music. And because of how cool Tyler and Frank are, right. maybe they did, you know, expect like, Frank I, to I'll be outside this. more. I can, I can. I can reach far enough to make an understanding of it. Uh-huh. I agree with, with Tyler. It's no reason for y'all to act like that. That would like, <laughs> I can't imagine. Like basically, what y'all did was somebody came was, "Hey y'all, Drake's here," and you went, "Boo!" Like, yeah, it's almost like that. that. If you tell me I could go to a Drake show and get his B sides at a festival. Mm-hmm. Right, you know, like Lord no new festivals, do not new know. festivals. That's why I'm more shocked too. Like that's, hey, Listen. that's a weird one. Yeah, because wow. he don't do festivals often. That's that that is a weird situation. Right. So that was a shock to me. Okay. I feel like. Okay. All right. So is there so. What else is important? Anything it else? It actually is something very important. Um, and I'm going to try to do this as quickly as possible. I know we are pressed for time. Is anybody up to date on Byron Allen versus Comcast? It's really every DSP, but does any, was anybody up to date? Not as much as I should be. Okay, I want y'all to pay attention to this. And yes, we're in uh, LQ series corner. Byron Allen versus uh, essentially Comcast is a very big thing because it's now going to the Supreme Court. Should Byron Allen lose, it sets the precedent to where the first Civil Rights Act that was passed during the time of Reconstruction in the late 1800s is basically going to get appealed. I mean, repealed. And if that precedent is set, any Civil Rights Act that was passed over there. This also includes women's acts as well. Well, hold on, wait. You got to give people the background because you just kind of went into it. Oh, okay. I apologize. Byron Allen is a very successful media mogul. He's bought up a whole bunch of stations, a whole bunch of channels. What happens is every year, you know, oh so many licenses goes out to cable channels and companies. Every year, Byron Allen applies. He gets turned down. 
But if you're Comcast, if you're Dish, if you're DirecTV, if you're anybody but Byron Allen, even companies lesser than Byron Allen, but who are not owned by a black man, mm-hmm. get these licenses. So Byron Allen says, yo, this is fucked up. He was like, under your parameters, I should be getting these licenses and my channels put out there every year. But you're somehow telling me that I don't qualify due to a technicality. So Byron Allen says, no, I believe this is racial discrimination. Okay? So the first time he um the first time he sued Comcast, he he actually won against everybody else, but lost against Comcast. So then they appealed. They went to the ninth circuit. He actually won the appeal. <coughs> so now they're going to the Supreme Court. Should the Supreme Supreme Court side with the defendants, which is every DSP, and Byron Allen loses every civil rights act, everything, everything that helps with women's equality as well, because a lot of people actually don't realize women's equality stems from that first civil rights act during the Reconstruction. Wait, 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 why is it undoing, undoing things from the Civil Rights Act, though? Because he's saying racial discrimination. This particular Civil Rights Act said, hey, you have to give equality no matter what. All Comcast has to do is prove we were not 100% racist. If we said, hey, 99% of the decision of of why we didn't do this mm-hmm. was we don't like your black ass and 1% was the technicality, they went. It is on the onus of the plaintiff, unfortunately, Byron Allen and the company he represents, to say, hey, this is racial discrimination by letter of law. So if the Supreme Court decides to go ahead and side with the defendants, and this one law, this one crucial law that has set up, <laughs> that has set up um, past cases, basically past cases, past laws, past amendments. We're talking about women's suffrage. We're talking about 1968 Civil Rights Act. We're talking about so much stuff that's based on this one thing. It all comes crashing down little by little by little until it's a landslide. Because basically, they'll use this to repeal. Yes. Hmm. No problem. This is very serious. The, okay. the trial starts... Are we, are we guaranteed that they're going to repeal? Yes. Okay. Based on what? Well, we're not guaranteed they're going to repeal. We're guaranteed that the, that the trial is going to happen in the next week or two. Okay. If you are black, if you are a woman, if you are gay, everything that you have fought for stems on this one thing. A lot of people actually don't realize that. Okay, like I agree, the Popeye's chicken sandwich was delicious. This is more important. Okay, mm-hmm. like I don't know about y'all, but little by little, our civil liberties are being taken away from us. <clears throat> this is actually very big. This is actually very serious. Okay, on the upside, if he wins, he gets billions of dollars. And that's why we're all scared because you feel like that alone is reason for him not to win. Exactly. Yeah. So we're counting on Chief Justice Roberts and unfortunately Brett Kavanaugh, who, due to past decisions and history, has said 
he supports what Byron Allen is talking about. To not repeal this. Wait. Brett Kavanaugh thinks yeah. his bla- supports Brett, his Brett black Kavanaugh, man? Brett Kavanaugh, the rapist, yeah. Supports his black man? Actually supports precedents that Byron Allen is fighting for. Yeah, he actually does. Okay. Okay. So that's what's important. Um, I'm sorry I can't give more information um, than what I already have. But please, please, please look it up. Uh, look at Byron Allen's Breakfast Club interview, one of the most potentially one of the most important interviews they've had this year. Um, and again, fairfight.org, faircount.org. Niggas, go and vote. Your interests are being taken away from you because you don't want to get off your lazy black ass. I say again, vote. Vote. <laughs> vote. Okay, that's all I got as far as what's important. Anybody else? All right, well, we got a minute left, so or are we are we just gonna run? Through, we gonna twist it? I mean, I don't, I don't know. All right, keep do do the do the thing. All right, as the, always, the, you know, like, Little Static Podcast. Find us on all your uh, all your podcasting listening devices: Spotify, Google Play, Apple Podcasts. Uh, SoundCloud, Facebook. We will have some new and approved things coming in 2020. As always, like, rate, view, share. Worship. No static podcast. We out. Peace. Piggybacking off of what LQ said. Appreciate y'all for coming through, man. Um, No static podcast, episode 80. So sorry we didn't get to record at Sky Zone as planned. You know some things came up. But we're going to get that Sky Zone episode one day. So... With that being said, um, thank y'all for tuning in. So sorry for the 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 absence, but you know, technical difficulties. But till next time, catch y'all later.